Good morning, people of the web. This is Jason Widerow, your host of OnlineStrategyPodcast.com. I have a subject today that might be useful if you are a business owner that has a website or in the middle of a website project, whether you're having your website updated, overhauled, or maybe just some some minor changes or some functional changes. So I'm, I'm bringing up this specific topic because it has been presented to me so many times over the years from, from different types of clients, different types of businesses. And what, what I've run into, what, what I've received, for example, a specific email I'll use as an example, customer wrote me and said they're having a very difficult time with their current website designer. Their project is going slow and they're not happy with the design. They're not happy with how things are going. They want to know more information, you know, about, about me, you know, and my service. Well, I'm not pitching my service right now and you'll see why, because what I would actually tell them is I would just ask, start asking questions to try to help smooth it out. You know, where are you at in the project? Uh, Are you on the design aspects of the project? Are you on the functional aspects of the project? Are you on the marketing aspects? Where exactly are you at? And it, and this particular client was very baffled at my questions because I really didn't make any sense. And looking, looking back now, I can see why I may have not made much sense because I was asking questions that weren't ever really asked and weren't really ever defined in the project process. So Regardless of all that, I, what I decided to do was write an article, and I wrote an article and published it some years ago, but basically what I did was outline a website design project, pretty much in full, all the details of it, how it comes together, and why it's not always like the flick of a switch for an update or a design change or what have you. So... In, in that article, I'm going to basically just briefly pull apart that article and just use it in this podcast just to break down and sum up the article so that you have a better understanding of where I'm coming from on this. So basically, let's imagine that a website is like building a house, okay? So when you build a house, there's all kinds of different professional jobs involved and different people involved for different types of work. So when you build a house, you you hire a architect. You have to have a piece of land to put the home on. You have engineers who review the project. You have other types of agents of different, like a concrete company, for example, would lay your concrete and all these different aspects. You might have a designer who uh, maybe works at the architectural firm, but it's a different person who's working on the exterior of the home. You know, then you have the functional interior structure of the home, which would, you know, be, be, be between the engineer and the architect. I think you see where I'm getting at here. So when I started developing websites back in the late 90s, I was expected to build, develop, and design a website from the ground up. I mean, all aspects, including promotion of it, the design, visual, graphical, functional, everything else, I had to basically was doing all of that myself, and that's what was expected of me as a freelance developer, you know, web designer at that time. So 
with those expectations, I had no choice but to learn all of those different job functions, you know, all of those different things that I would be doing in order to create a successful website in the end. And and my client obviously being satisfied and happy with the end result. And that end result meeting, you know, an expectation of today, you know, of, of that day, of the web design of that day, what was expected. So that's all I did. You know, that's all I did was, you know, learn all these techniques and strategies and everything else. So back to the point though. So when you're, when you're having, when you're doing a website project, it's really important to, to remember over the years, what has happened is each of these individual functions and duties that a web designer was doing back in the 90s by himself or by herself, basically all of those have really become fine-tuned as individual professions. And for those that started back then, we have the fortunate advantage of, you know, learning each one of those areas and, and continuing with each one of those areas over the years, therefore keeping up with each of those areas and still being able to effectively do the programming, do the design, you know, do a lot of those factors. So I am thankful that I was able to have that opportunity to go through that and have that and gain that knowledge because it is, it has worked really well for me and able and, you know, my ability to help my customers and that at the end of the day, that's what I'm doing. So, <clears throat> but, but to the point, so when you're hiring a web designer or a web developer, keep in mind that there are a lot of professional areas that haven't, that require, you know, specific types of training, specific types of expertise. And what a lot of, what some web designers will do is, and I've been in this position before in the past as well, is like, you know, I have a specific job that I haven't exactly done before, but I know based on my experience and what I know that it's something that I can read up on rather quickly and be able to apply it immediately. So it's like, you know, that's an aspect, but keep in mind. So if a project is being held up now, there's a thousand reasons a project could be held up. You know, I mean, there's all different things that could hold a project up, but let's assume for the sake of this podcast, that the project is being held up because the developer or the designer is maybe having to learn something new or venture into an area they haven't had a lot of experience with, and they are getting their self fine tuned on that you know, so in other words, a project can drag out a little bit when you run into that type of scenario. And the important point to keep in mind is there's all these different job functions and each one requires a specific skill level to meet a specific demand and a specific expectation. So, and again, if, if a customer is writing me saying they're not happy with their current web design situation, they're not happy with their current web designer, you know, I really look at it and Normally, it comes down to, you know, a lot of times the customer is likely requesting something that is out of the scope of the project, or it's beyond the, the capacity of the person they hire to do the work. So, I, I, t I take it from that standpoint because I've seen that more often the case than not, and that was all that was really going on. And so, the matter was that I was trying to help with was trying to just debug the problem where it was as it stood. And sometimes I was able to just smooth things out and so they could be on their way again. And I didn't make a customer out of it, but I wasn't exactly trying to do that. 
So it worked out well. And, you know, it happened in the future where that individual might contact me down the road for some work. So it was a good service for me. I went out of my way to do a little bit of help and and uh, try to smooth out the situation. So back to the original uh, part of this. Um, so let's say that you have, you know, your project has all these elements. Just keep in mind as a business owner, when you are hiring a individual or a company to develop your website or your online strategy, whatever whatever it may be, it is very important that you know what you are trying to achieve with your with the end result of your whatever it is the service you're hiring for. So if you're hiring for a a redesign and development of your current website, it's it's very wise to have some expectation of what you're looking for in terms of the end result, what do you want to achieve with that? Do you want does you, do you expect the site to be socially networked? You know, integrated with social networks. What type of business do you own? And it's worth something you know talking about a little bit with the designer, getting some feedback, getting some ideas, and kind of brainstorming a little bit as to a basic foundation and end result point. Anyhow, in a nutshell, just know that there are a tremendous amount of duties and tasks and knowledge required to carry out a web design project, a successful web design project. And I'm talking about the full spectrum from original specifications all the way through to successful online marketing and strategy. So there's a lot involved in that process. And it's wise to know as a business owner that it's an ongoing expense, just like it would be to have a storefront in front of your, uh, you know, on on a busy road. It's an ongoing expense to maintain it, to keep it up, to keep it functional, to keep it happy so that you keep your visitors happy and you create new business. And in the end of the day, that's really what we're trying to do. So thank you for listening in. Have a fantastic Friday and uh, let's get a lot done this weekend, business owners. Thanks for listening.